Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and risen Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen Hallelujah. And you too shall rise with him. A portion of the revelation of St. John is placed before us today for careful meditation. That we would be encouraged all the more in the days of tribulation to preach Christ crucified and Christ risen from the dead. And the beautiful celestial picture that St. John describes for us looks nothing like the death that we see. The death that we know far too well. It was just this last week I was called to the bedside of a severely ailing man. One that we did not think would spend too many more days on this earth. He came right close close to death's door. And we could all see the ugly picture of what death looked like. I placed my hand on his head. It was cold to the touch. I heard his soft breaths, even over the machines that gave him air to breathe, for he could no longer do it on his own. You could smell the great sickness in the air. And you could see that he had suffered so much. So much that the last thing he had tasted on his tongue was his own blood. Surely what hope could there be for a world who sees, touches, smells, hears, and tastes something so absolutely dreadful and heinous as death? What hope? The world has no hope if Christ is not preached into their dying ears. If the Lord's called and ordained ministers do not above all concern themselves with faithfulness to the word of God in preaching and in teaching, then the hope that the world needs is lost. The Apostle St. John glimpses the telos of the efficacy of the word, which is to deliver to the saints the life and the righteousness of Christ and the forgiveness of their sins. He sees the power of God's word to bring the church militant to the church triumphant. He sees the good work which God has begun in us through the crimson flood of our baptism, completed, and there the saints are standing in the white robes with the palm branches, waving the joyous praises of our God. He sees the promises of God come to their fulfillment, where God has said he will draw all nations to himself and make for himself a people from every tribe, language, and people. These who were coming through the great tribulation were not dead. They were not as they departed this life, but they were alive, joining together with the heavenly liturgy of the angels and the archangels, the martyrs and the whole company of heaven crying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Christ is the answer to our hopelessness in the great tribulation. This is why there is nothing else for you to preach. There is nothing more important for you to say. There is nothing better for you to give than Christ crucified the life of all the living. When you walk into that hospital room, or you comfort the family as their loved one's body lay under a funeral pall, don't give them your schmaltzy stories. God has called you to something better. He has called you into the holy ministry and to enter into the belly of the beast who still roars his head. But before that family, before that dying member, as they take their last breath, you will slay death with the mighty word of God. 
so that it cannot get the last word. That is what God has called you to do. You will proclaim that death has died, it has been swallowed up by life, and that believer now lives. Never to die again. In your preaching, you must bring crashing down the dominion of death. It is God who gives to the world who sees pain, sorrow, death, and grief a picture of life immortal, that all our hope may be full, that it may be so surely anchored in heaven that it cannot be moved no matter what may come our way. For in the place that God has prepared for us, he says they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any scorching heap. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Life immortal with Christ. We shall see things that no eye has ever seen. No mind has ever imagined. The cold hand of death will not touch us there. For we will bask in the warmth of God's glory. His presence will be upon us in a way that we will only love day in and day out. The smell of incense shall rise before us as our shepherd leads us forth to the living waters. We will not taste our own blood. We will taste of the celestial food of life. And even now, even now we have been given a foretaste. To us has been given the words of life and the sacraments so that the world might have the salvation won for them by Christ, in order that their hope be not in the vain things of this world, but in the Lamb of God who was slain and who is now standing and sitting on the throne forever, who was slain, who has risen, and who longs to bring us through the great tribulation to himself. Christ is risen. He is risen Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all your understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.